You're listening to the Ambassador's Voice Podcast. Yeah. God bless you and welcome to the Ambassador's Voice Podcast. I'm Pastor Michael Pedroso and I have with me, as usual, my beautiful and lovely wife, Latisa Pedroso. Praise the Lord and God bless you. Welcome to the Ambassador's Voice Podcast. All righty. So today we're going to actually pick up a part two of Wake Up, which is what we're going to be discussing today and talking about. This is another side of wake up, which I know in the last episode we talked about being prepared for the coming of Christ, telling our brothers and sisters in Christ to wake up and open their eyes to see what's going on, to pay attention to the different things that are going on in our world today. So now we are discussing about our spiritual state. What position are we in now as far as picking up or are we in a place to where we're out of God, but we still love Christ or are we backslidden in our heart or are we in a place to where we're just not keeping ourselves in prayer, keeping ourselves in word, keeping ourselves awake and abreast of different things because we are aware or are not aware of the different things that are going on. But also, I think um, a lot of what we're seeing out here in um, the Christian community today is many of us are straddling the fence concerning our faith, um, maybe because of different things that have entered in our lives, different philosophies, different Bibles and different things that we're encountering in different books um, that are making many of us question our faith. And many of us are on the fence about certain things when it comes to the word of God and private interpretation. When I really don't believe there is a private interpretation when it comes to the word of God. The word of God is what it is and it says what it means. And I think we really do just need to take it at face value. Although there are some scriptures that remain a mystery that even sometimes I have a difficult or a challenging time of actually understanding what that scripture mean. Mm-hmm. And I have to take that to God in prayer and ask God to reveal and show me exactly what he was saying in those particular scriptures or passage of scriptures. But we all need to, in this time, wake up. Yes. Um, as we were yes, discussing we in a previous podcast about wake up, Jesus Christ coming is imminent it's at the door definitely we do need to pay attention but also from a spiritual perspective where are we spiritually what is our spiritual temperature as of today where do we stand in our faith i know that the bible also speaks about how in the last days that many of us will fall away from the faith yes of christ and i can honestly say that i do see that happening in our dispensation of time yes today yeah definitely and i think it's a lot has to do with just all of the different things that were that's going on the coronavirus situation is a big distraction to 
to a lot of us as believers. Yes, it is. And it has put us in a position to where a lot of us have lost faith in God, in God and lost faith. In, and it could be because we had more faith in the pastors than we had in God during that time, you know, before this happened. And, and I believe that with the coronavirus situation happening and taking place, it allowed us to see where our faith and our trust was. Was it really in God or was it in our pastors? Was it in our choir? Was it in, you know, our church? And was it not so much on Jesus Christ himself? Or was it in our own several ability? Yeah. A lot of times we look to ourselves to resolve issues and we have more faith in what we can tangibly see Mm -hmm. or do Mm -hmm. or handle to resolve or fix a situation that may be going on in our lives. But today I do believe that we're under pressure. It's like we're in a pressure cooker right now because of what's going on with this whole virus thing um, that's on the world stage. And Mm -hmm. I do believe that this pressure is waking many of us up, but maybe not all of us up Mm -hmm. because we're starting to see our immortality. We're starting to open up our eyes to see that there's a possibility that if this virus strikes at my home or at my doorstep, where will I be? You know, mm-hmm. you know, it's making us examine ourselves and see whether or not we be in the faith. Many of us, it's making us draw closer to God. Many of us, we're still comfortable. We're complacent. We're lazy. We're slowful mm-hmm. um, in our dedication and in our relationship with Christ. But this is something I believe that should be getting a lot of our attention as believers because the pressure is on. It's like we're in a pressure cooker and mm-hmm. it's like we're now faced with our mortality. Yes. You know, whether or not if we are hit by this particular virus, you know, do we survive it or do we not survive it? Many of us out here have lost loved ones um, to this virus Many of us have been touched by this virus itself and we came through it by the grace of God and by the mercy of God. Thank you, Jesus. But it's definitely putting us in touch with our mortality. And I definitely think the message of wake up part two is something that many of us need to listen to. And we need to really, really begin to examine if we are in a place of waking up mm-hmm. and if we are alert, if we are aware, if we are seeking to pay more attention, God sounding the alarm through many of his prophets and prophetess and evangelists and teachers that are on the world stage here and also abroad from this country. And many of us, we really, really, really are blind Mm -hmm. to the fact that we have brothers and sisters all over this globe that are being moderate for their faith. And many of us believe that over here in this country, in the USA, in the United States, that we're not going to 
suffer those type of events that we see going on across the globe. Yeah. But we don't ever know when, where, or how that may come to the doorstep of the United States. We see it going on and we see it very prevalent in the lives of other Christians and believers abroad where they're being persecuted, they're being killed, they're being martyred, they're being persecuted for their faith. But for some reason over here in the United States, we're very comfortable with the idea that we may not deal with that. We, we're not going to face that. Yeah. But I just want to know what's in the Bible that is so biblically sound for you to think and for you to feel and for you to interpret the scriptures in that manner. Well, I, I know a lot of it is because in the United States, we are a free country. So there are things that we have liberty to do that we are at liberty to do that in other countries, they are not at liberty to do. They're not at liberty to say they're not at liberty to carry on the way that we do sometimes in this country. For us to think that our freedoms are going to be taken away from us is far fetched for a lot of us in the United States. Even to to believe or think that what's going on in other countries, you know, that the believers are being persecuted for the name of Jesus Christ, that those type of things won't happen or are not going to happen over in our country. But this is where the enemy have us deceived and blinded because if our brothers and sisters in Christ over in other countries are dealing with this and facing this, why is it that we feel that we are going to escape from those same types of persecution? We have no idea what type of plan the enemy is coming up with behind the scenes for us in this country to have to face. If we're not paying attention, if we're not aware, if we're so caught up with everything else and not in a place to where we are keeping our faith in Christ, our trust in Jesus and looking to the hills from which cometh our help because he is the author and the finisher of our faith. If we are not looking to Jesus, we are going to be deceived. We are going to be caught unaware. We are going to be caught in a place to where we are asleep because we didn't see it coming. And God has given us so many warnings and so many instructions in the word to pay attention, to be aware. Yes, absolutely. He sent us warnings. He told us these things beforehand. Mm -hmm. So all of what we're seeing on the world stage today, which is all coming down to what they would call a one world government. Yes. Many of you out there have heard of that particular phrase, one world government. That is what the elite is driving us towards. Yeah. And we need to be alert. We need to be aware. We need to be awake. I know the Bible tell us in first Thessalonians five verse six. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. So the Bible does speak that there will be others that will be asleep 
and they will not know what's coming, will not know what's going on. And these things will come up on them as a snare Mm -hmm. and it will catch us unaware. But to those that are awake, just as the word of God speaks about the five wise versions and the five foolish versions, you had five that was wise Mm -hmm. and you had five that was foolish. The five that was wise, they had oil in their lamps. Stay prepared. And they stayed prepared. Mm-hmm. And then you had the five that had no oil. But then they sought to go and purchase oil from the five that did have oil. But they had the testimony that they only had enough for themselves mm-hmm. to make it in. So I believe this is what we're facing today. Yes, Those scriptures are very true to where we are today on the world stage. Once again, we cannot be asleep to the different events that are going on in our world today that is pointing to God's imminent return Mm -hmm. back to this earth to get his people. I'm not saying that this V thing that is going in your arm is the mark of the beast. But what I am saying is that we need to be awake and aware that there is a conditioning going on in the minds of people to Get them prepared for what is coming. Mm -hmm. I do believe that these things will take place in stages. And I don't know the time that it will take place, but it is a prerequisite. It is a conditioning that is going on on the global stage for the people to submit. Mm -hmm. And God's people have to start making decisions. Yes. And these decisions we have to make are going to be detrimental for and to our salvation. My prayer is, is to encourage you to seek God moving forward in whatever your decision is, because I believe that there are some things coming down the pipes that many of us as believers are not even prepared or ready for. And I can honestly say that I see this V thing It is starting to divide families Mm -hmm. and whole families. And it's really sad. But the Bible speaks of all of these things. And he said all of these things must be, Mm -hmm. but the end is not yet. So, saints, I would just encourage you to just stay awake, be prayerful, stay vigilant, stay sober. Stay in your word. Stay in the presence of God. Stay seeking God. Stay getting your guidance and your direction from Almighty God. Because in these days, in these hours, we're going to need it. Mm -hmm. And being without Christ right now is not somewhere I would want to be. I would definitely want to be found on the Lord's side. Now, you said something about the, the five wise and the five foolish virgins. And when you think about the five foolish virgins, they were not prepared and they waited to the last minute to try and get prepared. So much so that when they went to be or get themselves prepared and they felt like they were ready, the door was shut. The door was shut. It was too late. And that's going to be many of us. We're going to wait to the last minute to be prepared or want to be prepared. But we're not going to be in a place of preparation and we're going to miss out on God. We're going to miss God. And 
So to me, that sounds like we need to, uh, according to what we're reading as, as far as the scriptures are concerned, and, and like what you just read in verse First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 6, where it says, but let us keep awake. So this is that is saying to me, let us stay ready. Yes, it is saying that. Continue to pay attention. Always be aware. Always be active in your faith, active in your prayer life, active in your word reading, active in your witnessing, keeping yourself stirred up to where you're always ready. You're doing something for God. You're actively practicing your faith in Christ. And actively seeking God. Yes. So if we're in a place like that, and if we are sober, as the word says, when you're sober, you're you're paying attention, you're aware. Because when you're not sober and you're 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 in a drunken state, then you're not aware of different things and you're you're incoherent and you're just kind of delirious about what's going on. But when you're in a sober position or a sober place, you are aware of the different things that are going on. And you see, because you now, if you're awake and you, you start to see through the eyes of Christ, you start to see through the eyes of the faith in Christ that the things that Jesus is telling us and have been telling us through his word, it is coming to pass. So you're not being caught unaware. Amen. Amen. And to be asleep is to it it is to be inactive. Yes. It is to be quiet. It is to fail to pay attention. Yes. So are we failing to pay attention with the warnings that are going forth from the word of God and from the mouth of God's men and women that he is using to declare the day of the Lord is at hand? Yeah. Are we paying attention? Are we taking a heed? Are we listening? Are we readily preparing ourselves for our Lord and Savior to return? He said he's coming back for a church without spot, without wrinkle, without blemish or any such thing. Yes. Will we be in that number? Being prepared. A preparation now for our Lord's return. Now, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14, it says, Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Mm. When we are awaking out of our sleep, we are coming out of a place of being stagnant. Arise from the dead. Come out of that stagnant place that you're in where you've just been sitting and not doing anything, where you have allowed the flesh to have rule over the spirit of Christ. In your life. Yes. Amen. And it says that Christ will give you the light. He will uh, begin to allow the light of Christ to, to shine in you, to come forth and come alive and get brighter in you when you're awake and giving yourself more to him amen because he called us the light of the world we are the light so of the now world. yes and and when you go down further to read verses 15 and 16 it says see then that ye walk circumspectly not as fools but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil and my God, are they getting wickeder day by day? By the day. 
Jesus. It's, it's so bad that people can sit right in your face and tell you a lie and expect you to believe that it's the truth. I think they call that, we talked about that before, When we, that's a bold-faced lie. That people will stand right in your face and lie to you and continue to lie to you and continue to try and deceive you with what they're saying. And then you're expected to believe that. And when you call them out on it, it's something wrong with you. I see lies come across the TV every day. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So God is expecting us to pay attention, to be aware, to wake up to pay attention to the circumstances, to be heedful and pay attention, being mindful. This is what circumspectly means. Be heedful, paying attention, being mindful, careful, giving close and thoughtful attention to what's going on in the United States and abroad. Pay attention to what you're hearing what you're seeing, pay attention because this is just letting us know that Christ's return is nearer than when we first believe. He's soon to return. He's soon to come back. And if we are in a place to where we have backslidden and our heart backslidden on Christ, it's time for us to repent and just come back to Christ. He is married to the backslider, according to what he says in his word. Amen. And he's standing there with his arms stretched out wide still, waiting on us to return. He has not gone anywhere. We're the ones that walked away from him. So he's standing there waiting for us. So we need to humble ourselves before the mighty hand of God and return to Christ. And seek the Lord while he may be found. Because our days are evil as we just read the days are evil and this is the time that we should be redeeming the time, the time. and look up because your our redemption, redemption draw nigh. nigh. so we're gonna leave you with that until the next episode and the next time we come here to just give more encouraging words and to help our brothers and sisters just pay attention to the things that are going on in christ until next time God bless you. We love you. We're praying for you, for my brothers and sisters out there that may be suffering and going through something in your faith. You may be being challenged in your faith, and you may even know someone that is being martyred for the faith of Jesus. We're praying for you, and I pray that we all continue to pray for one another. We're going to need one another in these last and evil days that we're living in. And the Bible says, by the love that we have for one another, they will know that we are his disciples. Indeed, let us not just love in word, but in deed. Amen. God bless you. We love you. Pray for us. We need your prayers and pray for our strength and pray that we will continue to sound the alarm on the Ambassador's Voice podcast. Be blessed in Jesus name. I would like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your social media. To catch all of the latest from the Ambassador's Voice podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Ambassador's Voice, one word, 
leave a comment or question at ambassadorsvoice549 at gmail.com or listen wherever you hear your podcast. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Ambassador's Voice podcast. Be blessed.